Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. In celebration of Youth Month, we chat to entrepreneur Sizwe Sehopi. Now, he used to sell meat with a trolley. I'm sure you've seen those people, especially in taxi ranks. They have meat in the trolley and they go around selling it to uh, to the public. And now he has his own butchery called Sizwe Grills. We've got him on the line and this butchery is doing so well in Gahiso. I just can't wait to find out how he created this magic. Hello, Sizwe. Hello, ma'am. Uh, how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you, Papa? I am good, ma'am. Can't complain. That's good. What time does the butcher open? Has uh, Are the customers walking in? Is business looking good today? Uh, today we decided to close to do some stop taking, but normally the butcher operates from 10 o'clock till um, 12 midnight sometimes. Okay, and what's the favorite yes. cut of meat that, that flies off the, the fridge? Uh, chicken, honestly. Chicken. chicken. Yeah, I think yes, also because ma'am. chicken is relatively affordable compared to red meat, ne? Yes, ma'am, yes. yes. So, Papa, we are celebrating Youth Month. Ne? Uh, what does Youth Month mean to you? You're a young person who's, um, you know, turned your life around. What does Youth Month mean to you? Uh, it means uh, a lot of things, honestly, because um, as you know that um, there are so many things uh, happening that are impacting the youth. And I believe that um, the youth are the um, uh, strongest pillar, actually, in our country, you know, because um, we are the one that we have to gear the economy uh, forward, you know, by mm. doing things ourselves. And, you know, as I'm saying that um, the youth, to me, it's like the gear, to the South African economy, you yeah. know, because we're still young, we're still energetic, we're full of ideas, active, yeah. Speaking of uh, the gear, you switched gears from selling meat in a trolley to owning your own butchery. How did you get it right? Was that the was that the ultimate dream when you were pushing that trolley, selling meat from one person to another? Did you know that deep down inside of your heart you want to turn this trolley into a butchery? Definitely, yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, as you know, that uh, everything has to start somewhere, you know, because um, honestly, the dream was already there mm. when I started to um, put the concept of pushing a president um, into action. Yeah. I always dreamed that one day I would even own a farm, you wow. know. <laughs> yes. Wow, you know? Siswe. But now... I just found out that you actually got an investment of three million rands and things didn't work out. I mean, that three meter could have easily gotten you a farm. What happened with that money? Uh, Honestly speaking, uh, it was um, a very, uh, how can I put this, Um, new experience for me. Because as you might know that I started off by selling chicken feet. and. when I was selling, I got this invitation from this incubation program in Parktown, yeah. and they started incubating my business. And, you know, everything happened really, really fast. Before I knew it, they invested $3 million in my business. And, you know, I was not emotionally or mentally ready by then. And I found myself, you know, having this big money. And um, another thing which uh, kind of disturbed my flow by then, is that the investment guys, they wanted to 
they want they, they they wanted me to sell things that I didn't know nothing about. You know, uh. I felt that they didn't know my Kasi style of doing things. So by then I was very fearful of this money, and I was agreeing to everything that they said. And you know that led me to a very serious depression because I felt that now I'm not I'm no longer following my dream. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, yes. And through your depression, you started using, you started abusing uh, substances, right? What type yes, of substances yes. were you into? Were you into drugs? Was it alcohol? What, what, what addiction did you have? You know, I normally tell people that where I come from, people they don't return because I no. use uh, crystal meth. Ah, you know, serious, man. You know, way. yes. You know, it was really bad because I ended up in a very psychosis uh, condition, psychotic you... condition. Yes. And you managed to turn all of that around. Did you always want to, you know, in your depression, in your drug use, how, how did you manage to come out, Caesar? Was it through the support of family um, or was it this dream that you've always had that I'm going to open a butchery one day? Uh, with all honestly, um, um, when I hit rock bottom, that's when I really, really felt the pain because um, my world was becoming smaller. Yeah. And my dreams were quickly vanishing from me. And I was very empty inside. Actually, I was very broken, you know. Mm. And that alone just drove me because nobody pushed me to go to rehab. You know, I remember one day my sister telling me that she's a family rehab. <laughs> and mm. I told her that, you know, this is my life and I'm going to do whatever that I think is best for me. And, you know, I took it upon myself to go to rehab. I remember that day when I went to rehab, I didn't even have transport money, but the way I was so oh. determined, I told myself that I'm going to even go by foot. But unfortunately, someone just gave me a lift and I found myself in an institution. And in an institution, I thought um, I'll just be okay and come back and revenge on some people that I feel that they did me bad or whatever. But as time went on, I saw that I, everything that I'm recovering for, I'm doing it for myself, you know. And as I was in the institute, I even gained more, more power that, you know, when I come back, I'm going to rejuvenate my dream and I'm going to take off from where I left off and I'm going to fly high, you know. And, and now you, are, you actually employ people. How many people yes. work for you at the butchery? There are seven. Seven, seven people. people, full time? Yes, ma'am. Uh, two are part-time because it gets busy on weekends, yeah. but five are full-time. Sure. And what sort of challenges did you come across um, in your journey? Uh, you mentioned the fact that you had to go to rehab. You mentioned the fact that $3 million was invested in your, in, in, in your dream, but they wanted you to go another way. Uh, what other challenges did you face? Uh, honestly speaking, it has to be uh, the lack of discipline in terms of uh, not knowing how to the know-how of the business, you yeah. know. Um, the empowerment was not there because uh, I was just running a business from a hand to mouth. Yeah. I didn't have proper systems in place. I didn't have uh, proper structures in place. And uh, even the money, I didn't know how to differentiate my personal money from the business money. Mm. You know, I just told myself, I can uh, I must buy to share one day, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, eventually through the experience and meeting some other people that gave me advice, I had to learn some few things that I didn't know in terms of formalizing the business. Yeah, and how are the people of Gahiso receiving the butchery? Are they supporting you? 
hundred percent. You know, I I I am overwhelmed by the support. Even before the butcher was established, people they of Kafiso they've always rallied behind me, especially given the fact that they know where I come from. They know all the challenges that I went through. They all they, they know like my personal background. So um they they they, they, they showed support. Sometimes it's even getting emotional because some of the customers I can see that they are not just buying meat. They are supporting my dreams. They oh, are supporting my vision, you know. Oh, that's a beautiful story to tell, Baba. And yeah. advice to entrepreneurs that have a desire to follow your footsteps, um, but but seem to struggle. And I know that uh, being an entrepreneur is really not for sissies. They, you fail yeah. more than you succeed. What advice do you yeah. have um, for those people that want to follow your footsteps? I think it's something that I preach every day to my guys here that you know um you can't wait for anyone to 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 assist you you have to assist yourself first identify your areas of strength identify your areas of weakness and uh try to reach out for advice and you know just use whatever that is in your disposal yeah. you know because my motto is that we work with what we have yeah. no matter what you know, since where Radio 2000 listeners are meat lovers, and I'm sure they can't yeah. wait to come to your butcher to buy some of the meat to even grill some of uh, yeah. the cuts that you have. Where do they find you? Where are you located in Kahiso? Uh, I'm located at Corner Kuta and Sebenzisa Street in Kahiso, uh-huh. and um, my phone numbers are 068-154-8094. Say that number again. Uh, 068-154-8096. And you can always find us on, because we are very active on Facebook, um, you can just go to Cesar Grills. And even on Instagram, it's uh, Grills also. And yeah. That's where you can find us. Sizo, I'm so proud of you. Um, I like how you are honest about your journey. I like how you are open and honest about your mistakes. And look at you now, Baba. The whole of South Africa is going to support you. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And we continue celebrating you, ne? Thank you very much, Mom. It's a very uh, deep pleasure to for you having me in your show. Oh, it's my pleasure, Baba. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And I hope that it is a good business day tomorrow. Blaski Public Holiday. Radio 2000 Podcast.